0: On episode 22 of Part of Our World Podcast, we dive deep into Avengers Endgame. This is it. This is the discussion for those of you who have seen the movie. If you have not seen the movie, turn back now. You can check out our spoiler-free review with that UK Disney couple who also appear on this review. In episode 21 that we released earlier this week. Again, this is your final warning that we will talk at length about Avengers Endgame. I think if you're listening to this episode, you've probably seen it and want to hear that stuff, but just in case, you have been warned, what lies ahead is not a spoiler-free zone. Hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Keenan,
1: And I'm Rachel.
0: And on this episode of Part of Our World Podcast, we are continuing our Avengers Endgame review. We're here with Paul and Cheryl, that UK Disney couple, um, in what will now be a spoil-filled, I don't even want to call it a review, like analysis of Avengers Endgame. We're going to go deep into our thoughts and really unpack it. Um, But we're happy to have you guys. really enjoyed part one and looking forward to discussing more about this movie with you. So welcome.
1: Get into the nitty gritty. Thanks guys. I
2: appreciate appreciate you having us.
0: Yeah. All right. So um, if you listened to part one, which I'm assuming if you're tuning in for part two, you did. uh, We basically gave our scores of the movie. We talked about it very vaguely. We were all in agreement that fantastic film um, really tied the whole MCU universe storylines together, plot arcs. um, But now we get to kind of unpack that. So what should we start with high points? Like what, we talked about just loving it. What really clicked and really worked with this movie? Oh, um,
3: where do you start? Yeah, right.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, I, I think the build up to the final fight scene. Um, and for me, it was the and again, this is where the we can now kind of, as you said earlier, gloves off. Yeah, um, this for me is where after they've done the initial click, um, with the Iron Man gauntlet. Yeah, You've got no idea if it's really worked. Mm -hmm. That final fight scene where all of a sudden this orange wall opens and you see Black Panther come through. I grabbed hold of Cheryl's hand (laughs) and I just went,
0: yes! (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because that was like, I know it's worked. And at that point, that was my emotions just... Absolutely flying off the wall and oh. yeah and
3: and to see that it wasn't just one like portal as such they were portals opening opening up oh lives. yeah, it was like yeah, they may have brought their army, we brought the entire Marvel universe
2: yeah. <laughs> that that for me was just oh that that was emotionally uh, as far as buzzes go yeah that was the absolute perk of all of it because for from that point where. Um, Hulk had done the click, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Okay, what's happened? What's going on?" It was then well, we've not seen anything. We can't see any other characters. Has it really worked? And yeah, you thought, get
0: that, You get the phone call from um, Hawkeye's wife. Yeah. And then yeah. the and then the missiles hit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh god, what's happening?
2: Oh, and, and as I say, it's, it, the way it just then progresses from there, mm. and it and it, it was that moment where the portal opened. And I so I just grabbed Cheryl, and even the guy next to me. I looked across. <laughs> and he this, he had, was one of our friends, but he had this beaming smile on his face, and I was like, "This is so awesome!"
1: Yeah, you're talking about it. I'm getting chills. Again. Oh yeah, my I'm skin is like, tingling oh, right it now. It is just, I, I, I cried. The smile on my face. It's just. Oh. I, I, I
3: think it was to see the the characters, which you know, you're you're sobbing your heart out in Infinity War when they turn to dust. Mm-hmm. To see them come back is just like. I mean, you want to cry some more because you're like, yes, they're back.
2: i was surprised you didn't cry when Chris Pratt reappeared.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> a, a, a it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's a better moment in that film or all of the MCU films than the entire Avenger universe mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it, showing up for that final battle. I, that's like yeah. the pinnacle of it greatness, is. I think.
1: Yeah, Epic on another level
0: for some reason for me spider-man was held more weight than the other characters and i think it's that connection to tony stark but when he showed up it was just like and there were people like gasping like (gasps) in the theater it's like you know he's coming but it's still so rewarding
2: it's it's the way he talks to tony stark as well when he goes mr stark you know when when like i I thought i blacked out and like and then dr strange said to me and i was just like Dude, this is awesome. This is so well directed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I I couldn't get over the part with um with Captain America. And you know, you see that previous flashback with him lying on the floor and the shield is in pieces. Mm-hmm. And and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, so he doesn't really need the shield anymore <laughs> because he is worthy <laughs> i mean i i just i knew it i was like yes finally
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um. that part i was a little like unclear on so i'm like okay so he's strong enough to wield the hammer
0: No, so you have to be worthy i knew
1: that but it was just like i yeah. don't know Dora was yeah. like yes i knew it they had,
3: they had all tried to lift the hammer before, and yeah, granted, they're probably all strong enough, but none of them were worthy, and that's the whole point with with the hammer, is that you have to be worthy to lift it. And when when I saw uh, Thor's face and he realized that actually Captain is now finally worthy, and I'm just like, yes, so you've got Stormbreaker in one hand, you've got the, the, the Meal New. Yeah, I call it Mew Mew.
0: <laughs> I, I have no idea how to pronounce it. So thank I can't
3: though. pronounce it. And it's just like, he has both, but it was just that thought of, yeah, I, I have a feeling I know what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: So just, yeah. There's a, there's a theory that in age of Ultron, when they're all trying to pick up the hammer, cause you know, Captain America grabs it and he, li- he's the only one who can lift it even a little bit. Mm. And Thor looks super relieved, but there's a theory that he actually could lift it then. And he was choosing not to, to kind of, safe face for thor i don't know but either way the fact that he wields it in this movie um oh my gosh yeah it's, it's just for, crazy it's super
1: epic which i keep saying no but epic this. is the perfect it's...
0: way to describe it. i mean this is the perfect way to describe this movie is yeah. it's just epic the and it's it's mostly the payoff it's mostly that that final 30 minutes 45 minutes or whatever but it's just epic mm. Mm. nothing yeah. compares no
2: i'd
3: agree with that
1: yeah
0: Uh, Let's see. What else? else?
1: (laughs) When else did I cry?
0: Oh, I, you know, something that, that really worked for me. I think that's worth mentioning is we can finally say it. Iron man dies. No captain America retires.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I felt like this movie perfectly summed up their narrative arcs. First of all, they reconcile uh, Mm -hmm. their differences Tony meets his dad and his dad gives him this advice. That's like, you know, what do you, I forget what he says, but he's like, what are you afraid of or whatever? And he's like, that I put my own needs above other people's needs. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember what exactly he says, but it's like in the end of the movie, Tony gets to make this decision where it's like, I'm, I'm not going to be about myself, which his character in Iron Man one, that he's all about just how awesome he is. And he ends it with, I'm going to sacrifice myself getting a little choked up here to for the, for the good of mankind, even though it means losing the most precious thing to me. Um, and it's just crazy. And then captain America on the, on the other end of that, um, finally gets to be with agent Carter.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: And in his movie, he's like, we're get, when he's freezing in the ice, he's like, we're going to have to postpone that dance or whatever he says. And then yeah. he sees her in 1970 and he just has this moment and i didn't catch it the first time but the second time watching it you just i think he made the decision then like i'm going to do whatever it takes to get back with her and he lives this fulfilling life the life that tony couldn't live and i'm just like oh it's crazy
3: so i I mean the film was so full of hard choices i think everybody had to make some level of sacrifice Mm -hmm. i think the moment where i Started to tear up was, um, up on, um, what was the planet with the red skull? Vormir. Star? Vormir. And uh, you had the moment with the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and, but and, oh, that—that
2: that for me was just—it was, was
3: almost like they were both willing to sacrifice for each other, and they—they they were fighting each other to sacrifice for each other, and it was just kind of like oh, you know, getting choked up over it.
2: I mean, that—that that for me is actually—I mean, I'm just going to circle back round to your point, Keenan, on on the whole Tony Stark thing, and and that for me, where if you actually go back to, I think it's. Um, Age of Ultron or even Civil War, there's a bit where Captain America actually says to Tony Stark, you're never the one that's willing to put your life on the line. You're never the one that's willing to make that mm. decision. And it's only when we saw that back um, the next morning when we were looking at a couple of Easter eggs as they're called, where we saw that and I thought makes perfect sense. to mm-hmm. yeah. the film, I, I was made aware that only um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans were the two that were allowed to read the full script um and there were certain criticisms before the film that the Russo brothers have actually both said you know Captain America is our absolute favorite and i think my concern was that they were going to through this film have captain america to be this almighty all conquering thanos defeating genius um whereas actually I-, I was really delighted when that didn't happen mm-hmm. yeah actually the way that you know you articulated it perfectly the way that tony stark then sacrificed himself yep allowed Captain America to then go and have that piece of life that he was told to have. Yeah. That for me perfectly got both of them. Mm. And I think the handover of the shield at the end uh, was, was the perfect way that that could have done those two. I I have real issues with the whole Hawkeye and Black Widow thing. I I have real issues with that whole thing. Um,
0: Mm. Ah, oh, just yeah. I'll come to that later. I've got real issues with that whole piece. <laughs> well, let's hear it then. So, what what's what's the beef with that? It just it shouldn't have been Black Widow.
2: I mean, it it just makes to be honest, it made no sense with either of them. Obviously, there's that emotional connection between the two of them, but that was one of the reasons why I knocked a few percentage points off last time. Is it, that bit for me? I know they have to get the Soulstone,
3: mm. but yeah.
2: that for me wasn't the best way. For, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm sitting here criticizing it. I don't know what other way they could have done it, but
3: but it, it, it seems as though they were the perfect pairing because of their background together.
2: Yeah,
0: but- yeah. yeah. Did did That's Nebula right. and Tony Stark know that Thanos sacrificed Gamora? They know that he went there and didn't come back with her. But mm-hmm. I thought that they knew that because yeah. of because of Quill's reaction. So I'm wondering if they sent them knowing that one of them wasn't coming back.
1: Yeah, or like, did
0: because you, if you send other people there, they might not have something they love to give up, you know.
3: I, I understood it as that they sent the specific people to the specific get the specific stones because they knew or they had previously had an encounter with that stone, not knowing what it was, and they could go back and change it. I mean, it's it's like, I um, mean,
2: obviously, Hawkeye and Blackwood have got that. Kind of connection, and you see that in Captain Marvel when you know that the family refers to her as Auntie Nat, so there is that connection between the two of them. And you've obviously got the bit where you know Hawkeye decided not to kill Black Widow when he was on a mission, and Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. why the two of them care so much for each other, Mm -hmm. and that's why she was willing to make the sacrifice. And maybe I, I don't know, maybe it makes more sense for her because she's got nothing other than the Avengers, whereas Hawkeye has a whole family. that's Mm. what he was aiming to was to go for a whole family Mm. by getting Mm. this back and clicking everybody back into existence but for me i i just felt really frustrated because (laughs) you know black widow has been a huge part of all of them near enough and Hawkeye's kind of here, there, and maybe a little bit somewhere else. I just don't know where he's going to appear in the next Avengers film. I don't know what well, piece he's going to...
3: I mean, you, he he kind of, in that five-year gap, he had his alter ego, didn't he?
0: Of Ronin, yeah.
3: Ronin, so maybe that will be where they go off with spinoffs or something. You
0: know? Yeah, I could see us getting, getting a Ronin story. I was thinking it made sense for Scarlett Johansson, the actress, to be the one that goes because we know she's kind of done although she is getting her own movie but like she, is she that's what i heard oh, yeah. i don't i don't know if it's going to be an origin story or what but but i think i forget his name but the actor who plays hawkeye i think he's also done as well for the most part jeremy, jeremy Rana. Rana. yeah and so it makes like for her if she were the one to survive that how do you explain her not being involved with the avengers anymore whereas with him hawkeye has his family he's already retired once he's just going to go back to retirement and so it perfectly makes sense that he would survive and still not be an avenger because that's already kind of been decided
1: yeah i thought it made sense too cuz like you said paul that like um nat that's what you said right black widow she has like she all she has is the avengers and she's going to you know, do whatever it takes, like they say. Um, whereas um Hawkeye, like he does have that family to mm-hmm. go back to and that's like his ultimate goal is like to have his family back and you know, to get back to them after the, all this goes down and she's just like I have nothing else to really live for if this doesn't work anyway. So, yeah. yeah.
0: But I, agree but with I definitely this... cried at that scene. Yeah, and... and I think it like where we talk about Tony's story arc and um, Captain America's story arc being resolved, Black Widows does not really feel that way.
2: No, I, I it think it cut short. That's my big issue: is it doesn't feel. And you hit the nail on the head. And the guy that we watched it with and his other half, they went, "Well, hang on a second. What's this whole thing about her having a movie then? Because that really doesn't make sense unless it's a prequel. Yeah, and in which case, if it's a prequel, that's the only way they're going to be able yeah. to make that film anymore. Yeah. Right.
1: And at that point, it's like, okay, we've had all the other origin stories like Mm. do we need a a black widow one at this point
0: i'll watch it
1: i mean i will but it just seems kind of like an afterthought i guess
0: well but no because we're going to enter into phase four and there's a good chance that even though it's an origin story and she's not going to be an avenger anymore whatever happens in that movie still may impact events in phase four
2: I think the only other thing to consider is that clearly Scarlett Johansson has been the female front to the Avengers Mm -hmm. for a good decade now, Uh, and you know what with Brie Larson being signed up for a nine film contract, I think it is, or a nine year contract.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. That's that's, again. Spoiler. (laughs) Well, you know, quite clearly she's going to be the new female face of the Avengers
1: interesting because i was thinking that cuz they made a really big deal about you know captain marvel coming in um you know in that end credit scene from infinity wars and then it's just going to be like this thing but she really plays a quite a small i mean she yeah. does big things but she's not in it that much yeah that so she, i was kind of surprised um, by that but also i was kind of okay with that as well she's like my
0: big complaint about of the movie Probably yeah, my biggest complaint that's yeah
1: why i had to
3: mark it down because it just for the the hype that she was it was like okay so she comes in she says you know she saves the day etc and then she says actually in, in, in the movie that there are other planets or you know that need mm-hmm. help so mm-hmm. you know there's other planets that don't have the Avengers so yeah okay she goes off she flies and then she comes back five years later with a new haircut and you know yeah. it's like okay so in the end fight you're there, but, you know, we thought there'd be more of you. And that, that's, yeah.
2: probably, uh, that's my biggest, biggest frustration in this, and that's probably the big part of why I marked it down, is because, you know, we went and saw Captain Marvel yeah. in the cinema, and that, and again, spoiler, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, at the end where the credits have all rolled and they're all kind of sitting there staring at the pager, mm-hmm. and then she appears behind and goes, so what's next? Or kind of whatever she says again. And you think, oh my God, she's going to be like the, and I know some people on Twitter had a real issue with it, Mm. that Brie Larson and Captain Marvel was going to have this one film appearance and come in and save the day. But actually, she was so, so underutilised in that film. That was my massive disappointment that we've got a brilliant character who's got this real attitude of kind of, you know, I'm going to kill Thanos. It's going to be me. He hasn't fought me. And... It's well, really. What she does yeah, in well a she, sense. She
3: does. She does fight him, and although she she does really well, um, she doesn't defeat him on her own.
2: No, but her her underutilization was my biggest bugbear. Mm-hmm. Well.
0: Mm-hmm. She actually kind of loses against him. Yeah. In the final battle.
3: Yeah, I mean, really, we we kind of know that it's going to be. You know, they work as a team, so they're going to have to work as a team to defeat Thanos. But. Yeah. Meh. Meh. I still like
2: her. (laughs) I still like
1: her.
0: I'm just
2: disappointed with how little she was
0: used. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of her, but I think it's the way that she's written. Yeah. I've come to that decision because I was in a Twitter discussion with some people and I was just like, I don't know if her acting's bad or whatever. And they're like, no, it's like the lines they give her, they just feel very forced. And, you know, to your point, yeah, she comes in, she's like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to save the day. And then she doesn't but kind of does in some regards, like when the ship is firing all the missiles down on everybody, you know, she raining just, like, fire and she just blasts through it and ends that it's like, okay. So she kind of saved the day there, but yeah, totally underutilized. And it's kind of like, what's the point of having, I'd say the most powerful superhero yep. and using yep. them twice, essentially. Right. And I'm
1: like, and I, I'm glad they didn't, it's kind of like mixed feelings. Cause I'm glad they didn't use her more because you know, we want to use the characters that we have learned and loved up to this point. I mean, like Marvel did have her own movie, but I don't know. I think there's more of an investment in, you know, the original Avengers and those they have acquired along the way um, and not just like this last minute yeah. superhero she, she, they got a hold of. She was brought in to
3: kind of join the already assembled Avengers.
1: Yeah. So I'm glad, like in a sense, I'm glad they didn't use her more. But it doesn't. If you did have, like, from a logical standpoint, if you have this person, why wouldn't you use her more? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's kind of a mixed mixed bag of feelings there. I think.
0: Yeah, and it's just inconsistent.
1: Yeah, like I don't. I'm glad she didn't have. In a way, I'm glad she didn't have more screen time. But.
0: Yeah. yeah. I th- yeah. It was tough for, I think, people to really get quality screen time in this one, despite them trimming the cast of the MCU in half. It still felt like, you know, like Hulk, for instance. I felt like, I don't want to say you got the shaft, but we didn't, I don't know, we just... Like is, like, is he done as well?
1: Yeah, we don't know. Because
0: if so, I don't think this was his swan song as it was for Iron Man and Captain America.
1: Right, I and don't I do know. think they gave the most, you know, biggest nods to Iron Man and Captain America knowing that they're ending, which, like, totally makes sense, like... Yeah. And, like, we've stated, like, we love that resolution and that point where, like, Captain America is, like... You know, Tony Stark's like, "Well, you'll have to trust me." He's like, "I do trust you," and they shake hands, mm-hmm. and it's like, "Well, their relationship has also come to this resolution, and like, they are actually fighting on the same side." Like before, it's like they were fighting for the same side, but they always had were kind of Conflict, butting heads. Yeah. but this, it's like they truly were unified, which is really cool. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I lost my train of thought. Where was I? Going? <laughs> I don't know. The Hulk, the Hulk thing. The Hulk, yeah. And so, so it was definitely the biggest nod to those guys. But yeah, we're kind of unsure about. I, the Hulk I was and- I
3: was unsure about how you know I, in that five year kind of gap where everyone was gone, how the Hulk and Banner just seem to get along, whereas before you know you, you you end Infinity Wars with Banner not being able to turn into the Hulk.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there was not enough explanation for that. Yeah. Like, oh, I just figured it out and now I'm a funny Hulk. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I think, you know, you, you talk about the the story arc of Tony Stark. That makes sense. The whole Captain America thing, that makes sense. Black Widow, we, we talked about that till, you know, we're blue in the face. Thor, effectively, has handed off the reins of Asgard to Valkyrie. So that's four of the key characters already done. We don't mm. expect... Um, Hawkeye to come back and we're kind of left with this void around Bruce Banner and what what happens with him next
3: well, mm-hmm. I'd like to know what happens with Fat Thor does he become thin again?
2: Well this is true <laughs> yeah. but I, again we're not meant to sequence Hemsworth in one of these films his contract was up at the end of this as well Yeah,
0: I think he has to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 I will be shocked and yeah. I think that maybe that will be the film that kind of ends his, his arc and who knows if Loki's going to come back mm. Because Loki escapes with the Tesseract, or no, the sp- was the Tesseract yeah. the space stone? Yeah, yeah, it's the Tesseract. Yeah, it That's what in he gets. Every- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then uses the space stone to like teleport. Well, the um, Doctor Strange lady, the bald head. What's her yeah. name? Oh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah.
3: The great one.
0: The, the great one. Yes, the great one. She she shows Bruce Banner that timeline and is like, look what happens when you take a soul or a stone out, it creates an alternative kind of pathway where could really mess things up. And he goes, okay, well, we'll just put the stones back in the same time where we got them. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, that'll work. Well, with Loki stealing the Tesseract, that's not going to work. He is now on some sort of alternative timeline. So I know he's getting a series on Disney plus like a mini series. So that may just chronicle his adventures after he dips out there or, but- with Thor being in Guardians of the Galaxy three, that's tentative. I'm just saying that's my speculation. He could show up in that as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Loki is like a cockroach and just never dies. That's I, I can't I believe
0: he got out of that. That's so crazy. He's like, oh,
1: well, okay. Yeah, he's,
0: so always-
3: he's a coward. That's what the coward
0: do.
3: <laughs> you know, he runs. He runs away from the fight, and
0: he's he
2: smart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He is clever. I mean, you can't blame him. The the stone got kicked right over to him. So he's like, I'm getting out of here while I can. I'm uh, a prison I'm a prisoner. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Other characters I feel like for being such a long movie didn't get fleshed out enough. Like I'm still confused about a lot of what went down with Nebula and her whole duel two nebula's herself. thing. And yeah,
1: that was confusing to me. And so oh. even on their second well, I was probably more confused than you were because I'm like, who... At first, I thought that old Nebula shot new Nebula.
0: She did. Ne- no, yes. new, 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 new Nebula shot old Nebula. Yeah, so yeah, the, Nebula
2: the old old Nebula with the gold strip actually shot the angry Nebula that was with Thanos. Yeah. yeah. So the, the correct Nebula is still alive. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I makes, was confused.
3: Yeah, the, the way you can tell is obviously the the old Nebula obviously has the gold strip, but she also has the um, her hand is
2: oh her hand yes, melted her
3: away. Her didn't hand it? melted away when she she went on um, to get one of the stones.
0: Yeah, yeah. Power stone. So, was the power stone at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy one? When yes, when, when he went in there, was it missing? No, no, it was there. Okay.
2: So he, he collected it because, uh, Quill switched it out and that's, Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. We didn't know how he switched it out now without he, rewatching it back, but that's so, when he took it and he took it back to, um, the planet. And that's yes, when Ronin yeah. came in the other, the, the nasty Ronin, not the sword wielding Jeremy Renner. Ronin. You mean the blue one? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
3: yeah. We get that. <laughs> um, I, I think it was a bit of trickery. I mean, obviously Quill is a, th- a thief. That, that's what he does, um, and he must have switched the orbs because I remember when uh, we were watching Guardians of the Galaxy, he had obviously given the actual stone to the planet and they mm. locked it away, um, whereas the one which he gave to Yandu was I think it was, um, was it a, troll. Tr- a troll doll
0: oh right yeah yeah he did already
3: already tricked him Mm. um and how thanos got it was he actually destroyed the planet yeah well
2: that's the apparent rumor we haven't seen that bit but that's where again this is the debate as to whether guardians of the galaxy 3 is going to be a prequel or a follow-on because Mm. apparently the russo brothers did say nobody needs to know how he got it Mm. they just say he destroyed the planet and he got hold of it well actually i'd quite like to see how that happened Mm. Right. right. As a Marvel fan, I'd like to see how he acquired the first stone because he rocks up at the end of Thor Ragnarok in his great big ship, and then you see him at the start of Infinity War with this stone in a gauntlet already. Going, look what I can do! Bang, bang, bang! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just there's a yeah. There is artwork. a
1: lot of question regarding yeah. that because I think I've I've tried to like look it up like how does he have that one again? You know, trying to figure out there's something that I miss, but there's really just no explanation. Yeah,
0: I wonder though. I mean. I'm still thinking guardians of the galaxy three will be trying to find Gamora and stuff like that. But I wonder if they are going to go back and do any prequels for these. Honestly, I'd be surprised if they did, because it seems like the whole infinity stone thing, they just are ready to be done with it and move on to the next phase. But like, who knows? Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess if infinity stones play Mm -hmm. into phase four, then they'll talk about them because they went and put them all back in their rightful place.
2: Well you gotta think Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has to follow on from where they were with the um the gold lady. I forget her name. Uh the gold people where they um oh, massive Ad,
3: well, when they made when they made Adam, Adam. Yeah. yeah. We still don't know who Adam is.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, I have to rewatch that one because I forget.
0: Yeah, it's I've been seen a while. you
1: know 21 Marvel movies in between now. <laughs> so Perfect. maybe not that many.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was Gamora already planning on like deceiving Thanos? Yes. Yes. Okay, because that was one thing we were talking about where it seems like she yeah, very, very easily was like, all
1: right, yeah,
0: I'll trust Nebula here. She says we're going to be sisters. I guess I'll go and betray my father. And I was like, but I'm pretty sure she, at this point in the timeline she was already
1: like ready to dip Yeah. or already in the act of betraying In the act him. of betraying yeah. him, yeah. Gamora already knew where
3: that stone was and it was how was she going to keep it from thanos
2: same as, she uh, knew, that's right, yeah. same as she knew that you had to go to valmir to get the soul stone and she also at the time didn't know how you got the soul stone mm. that was the problem because she told him where the soul stone was at infinity war but didn't realize that he would have to sacrifice her to get the soul stone
3: exactly which is why then in endgame when you know she was told by her sister you can still end this.
0: Mm.
3: And she realized, yes, I can.
0: Yep. Right on. Rachel, other thoughts about the film?
1: End game. I know I have so many, but it's hard to pull them out.
0: I know.
2: Which scenes did you cry at, Rachel?
1: Well, we've talked about two of them, which was the reappearing of the Avengers then there was uh, the Black Widow and Hawkeye scene. So when he's like running off the cliff, I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be him. And I'm like, he has a family. But then there's that whole debacle there on the side of the cliff.
0: Yeah, but, I was like, I was even like, no, it's not going to be him. And then he went to ju- go jump off the cliff. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It yeah, is so him.
1: I guess in a sense, like I did think it should be Black Widow because of reasons you were upset that we that said. Well, I was like, oh my god, them. no. Yeah. But I was like, okay, yeah, she's that makes more sense to me. But um the other scene was just at the beginning when um Tony Stark is delivered back to Pepper Potts and they reunite. So it was just a just a little one.
0: Oh for me, I love you three thousand was like
1: uh,
2: I, oh,
0: yeah. even watching it a second time I could barely I could barely keep myself composed. And
1: Keenan's not a crier, so no. that says something. The cheese is- yeah we can uh, do well you can all the you want. want yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> For me, the first bit that made me cry was when Captain America went back to nineteen seventies and saw her uh, through the blinds.
3: Yes.
2: That set me off because I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god, he's made. He, I know what he's going to do now."
3: It's yeah. like, <laughs> and, and um. I think. I think at at the the very end with the funeral, mm. um, where you had everybody. Um, and you could see, okay, so you've got you know all the Avengers there in their groups with their families, and then there was this one kind of teenage boy on his own, and I could not figure out who he was. Yeah, I
0: had to look that up.
3: Yeah,
2: he's uh, he's out of Iron Man three, isn't he? He's the young kid.
3: It's the young kid, yeah. Yeah, which was- we
0: sk- that's one of the ones we skipped.
3: Oh. I know, I know. He had the potato gun. He did. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And and just to to see everybody standing there, and and when they uh, sent the the flowers off into the lake with the proof that Tony Stark does That's have hard. a heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I mean, you're just sitting there. And it's just like I'm looking at him. He's crying. <laughs> I'm crying.
1: <laughs> Everyone around us is crying. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been definitely more. I had a you know you know those like theatrical experiences where you're sitting next to people that just like bug the crap out of you ruin it yeah so there's this girl next to me that was like doing something just very distracting and i like was just like i think she like really had to peek she was like very fidgety and like making a bunch of noise i'm like shut up like i wanted to ask her to be quiet but i didn't know oh yeah but that was so distracting that like i that whole tony stark and like i missed it pretty much Hmm. so that kind of sucks
3: I had a guy next to me who had like three or four different inhalers,
2: and mm. they were just scared you. <laughs> he
3: actually scared me because this guy was like holding something up to his face, and I'm like, "Oh my god, is he okay? Yeah, is he okay?" Yeah, it's very like
2: going. I take
1: you out of the movie no, the experience.
2: Front, every time we, um, every time we made a noise or something like we were excited, this guy just turned around and looked at us as if to go, "You two all right there?" And I'm like. If you can't enjoy this film, you're in the wrong cinema. <laughs> <It's> like- right, <laughs>
1: right. Like that's the one you just need to go watch it by yourself if you don't want like appropriate yeah. reactions. Oh, there were people
0: in the nighttime showing. There were people sobbing, like <laughs> the whole theater silent because it's the funeral scene, and you just hear. <laughs> 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 oh, <my
3: God.
1: laughs>
0: yeah. But it does that. The movie pulls on you.
1: Yeah, I can I think. A lot of it too, I was like, I was like pretty in denial about Iron Man dying. I was like, nah, you know, He'll but like back. they had, they had a, the funeral and everything. Yeah, and I was distracted done. during that part. And so I keep thinking, like, I keep remembering like, oh my God, Iron Man's gone. Like mm-hmm. later, really? like today, I'm like, oh man, he's gone.
0: And Pepper finally gets her female, I forget what the characters called but the female Iron Man. And I, I heard she's done as well. So it seems like yeah. that was just them throwing her in there just to be able to do that. And they needed her in that battle so that she could be there when Tony died.
3: Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we kind of had a feeling. Um, one of us thought one of them was going to die. One of us thought the other one was going to go. And it turns out that I was right.
2: Yeah. To be fair, um, yeah, when Pepper Potts came in as rescue, I was just like, "Oh my god, that is beautiful." Uh, but then it kind of, for me, it solidified. Okay, well. Clearly, she's there for a reason, mm. uh, and I also thought what was really good was that scene where all the female characters went to battle at once. I thought that mm. was a really good thing as well. Um,
0: but yeah, I mean, there were so many good bits about this, film. right?
1: Okay. She's not alone, it's like yeah. girl power, yeah, to yeah. the max.
0: Yeah, I like those scenes. I what I didn't like about that though is what is that they did basically the exact same thing in Infinity War. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that, but they they were fighting yeah. the. Thanos's female horned lady, and then they're like, they team up, and both those fights were awesome. But it was just like,
1: eh, yeah, you're yeah. kind of doing the
0: same thing again. Yeah. It, was just, it was fine, but cliche. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I loved, like, I think I need to give a nod to the Scarlet Witch and just like her, just like beating down on Thanos for a oh. minute. Like, you just like, F you. Like you, like she, like you took everything from me and just like, like unleashes. Yeah, like, I don't know who you are. She's like you will, and just like goes. That was awesome. Nuts on him. So like,
2: I've got real soft spot for the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I like, like I, I like, like the way like they convey her powers is kind of like. Just, like, the the red, like, stuff from her hands. I'm kind of like, that doesn't look, like, as cool as I think it could. But, like, she is so powerful that, like, when she does go nuts, it's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And and her
3: dad wouldn't come back, would he?
0: No, he wouldn't
2: see me. No. Shot.
0: Yeah, and Vision died before the snap, so he's gone.
1: Yeah, so he's cool everything cool seeing human Jarvis, her.
0: though. Like, Jarvis was yeah. Tony Stark's dad's butler he's like, Jarvis, ready to go? And he's like, oh, of course. Uh, you know. Sorry. <laughs> not- terrible <laughs> British accent. I can't believe I right. just said that with that UK. <laughs> British accent? Let me do that. <laughs> right. No, it's so bad.
1: Yeah, Ken <laughs> is like infamous for terrible accents. It,
0: it turns country all the time, no matter yeah. what I do. Or Indian. Or Indian, yeah. Uh, it's awful. <laughs> I won't do it again.
1: Yeah, i do that again. <laughs> uh
0: I when I, I did study abroad in England for two months and I I worked on my cockney accent when I was there, but I don't think I got it anymore.
1: Well, you have to try it now. No. I
2: no,
0: I will mess it's I'm, I'm gonna turn Indian. <laughs> so, uh, no. I almost holiday. just said throw another shrimp on the Barbie. So we're Oh my, my god, Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> no, no, it's not gonna work. Paul's accent. Yeah,
2: that's
0: true. Yeah. That's Chris Hemsworth, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I know. To the American, well, to me, to me as an American, sometimes it is easy to confuse the Australian versus British accent, which is just kind of shameful. hmm But, yeah. we are.
0: I can usually tell the difference, but Australian and New Zealand is really tough. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, we, Korg. We love Korg. We love <laughs> oh, yes. Oh,
3: my New gosh.
0: The New Zealand accent was just
3: brilliant.
0: Especially when he's playing for
2: those, like, I thought you starting on me again.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's great.
0: Yeah, that whole... I can't believe they put Fortnite and dabbing into this movie, but... I
1: was,
3: I
2: was just... Uh, yeah. That I'm was fine was with
0: it. it. I thought it was hilarious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that whole Thor scene in the that cabin was just ridiculous. Yeah. You just you get, like, it is so fun. Like, I kind of love that they took, like, this, you know ideal chiseled semi god of a man just made him like this me. <laughs> like, with a deer belly and you're oh, just yeah. like oh it's so good
0: it's gonna be a popular halloween costume this year
1: it will oh my gosh
0: yeah <laughs> like oh i don't need to get chiseled to yeah look I can like thor, thor. Just gotta I drink a-
2: her, you <laughs> now have her own time's worth if she looks at me <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah
0: yeah, I was, I, I was going to say this earlier and I forgot, but the whole like using pictures to s- do your non spoiler review, I would have done Fortnite, um, Dabbing, um, a Build A Bear.
2: The Build A Bear, yeah.
0: yeah. I had one more oh, th- and I yeah. had one more just to showcase the humor in the movie that I thought oh, was really funny. <laughs> Not going to lie, I thought you were a Build A Bear until just now. <laughs> 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 so good. So, oh. well,
1: can you explain the ice cream one?
0: Oh, Thor was described as looking like melting ice cream melting oh, ice cream.
2: Okay. Yeah. It was Cash. one of my favorite insults.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. And then you look at him, you're like, oh, I could see it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh no, there yeah. were some brilliant insults. And as I said, you know, in the in the spoiler free one, the comedic timing in this was immaculate. Um, during some of the difficult things.
3: Rocket didn't need any person's body part for this, did he?
0: I was disappointed about that,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he needed an eye. He He needed an arm. an arm, a leg.
0: (laughs) Well, Thor is now on their spaceship, so he's still got time to get his eye, which he said in Infinity War he would get. He's like, I'm going to get that eye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the things that I could do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But no, yeah, overall, I mean, the movie just fired on all cylinders. Totally mm. rewarding. Pl- there are plot holes. And I'm sure the more you watch it, the more their plot holes are going to be. But any time travel movie, there's just so much you can't logically explain. And so you just have to suspend belief and be like, this is the way things work in this universe and go along for the ride. And I think if you're able to do that, the movie is a true delight. I, I'm sure there are people that are going to nitpick it, but like, I think the things that we brought up uh, that we were kind of nitpick- nitpicking are just, they're just minor. Like yeah. they don't affect. We just wanted almost if anything, we wanted more, you know, not, not say make it a four hour movie. because one of the complaints was <laughs> that it was long, but like, you know, give us more fulfillment out of just a few of the characters like Hulk. Right. You know, Scarlet Witch and vision are getting a Disney plus show. Oh, like Wanda vision but I heard it's taking place in the 1950s, so no idea how that's going to work.
2: Mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because we haven't and- really. I, I say we haven't really heard a lot about Disney Plus over here because we're not due to get it for for some time. Are um,
0: oh, you're, you're not getting it in November or whenever it comes out.
2: No, I think we're not due to get it until 2020. Mm. Mm. That sucks. So, we'll, we'll see. <clears throat> in- we probably because we'll be one of the only. It'll be the only streaming service that we pay for. Yeah.
0: Yeah, could you split split it with, like, an American or something?
2: I don't know, because I think they pick it up on um, your IP or whatever. Yeah. So, hmm. we're not sure. We'll, we'll try it anyway, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but about the time travel, that's why I think I took a, a few points off, was because just given, like, the sheer idea that – or, like, the sheer kind of jump-off point that, okay, this is what we're doing. We are time traveling, which I kind of figured they mm-hmm. would do, like – with ant-man being in the quantum realm and like that actually happened which normally like i totally suck at theories and like whatever i think is going to happen doesn't but i'm like oh yeah they're going to use the fact that ant-man was in the quantum realm you did realm say the quantum realm would be who play a essential. factor
0: yeah
1: um but just anytime you have a time travel moving you introduce confusion and just kind of plot holes and so when I said like things got a little confusing, like I think with the nebula scene and then the Captain America scene, when there was del- anytime there's like two of one character, we are frozen. Oh no. I don't know yeah. if that's-
0: you guys. Can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, we can still hear you.
1: Yeah. very flattering okay. face. Good, thing, good
0: thing we don't need the video, but <laughs>
1: okay, well, you
0: wow. So you're, stuck, you. you're stuck looking at that. That sucks.
1: So, um, anytime there's a double character is I'm like, who is who and what is going Uh on and who is where and who is the bad guy. I like that though. I I feel like every
0: movie they managed to put a good guy against a good guy. And then this one was Captain America versus Captain America.
1: Fine. Yeah. I mean, I like that, but yeah, just when you have time travel, it's just like you're kind of, it almost feels hokey in a way. And I think they did it, try to do a good job or did a good job. I'm not sure. Jury's still out there. Unlike, you know, kind of pointing to the fact, like, this is ridiculous. This is very Back to the Future. or Back to
0: the Future is yeah, a load of BS yeah, or whatever the joke was. Or,
1: the you know, all the other time travel movies. Yes. Um, that,
0: yeah. So they, very you know, time-try. were like, it yeah, so
1: they did it.
2: Austin, so you mean this isn't like Back to the Future then? Yeah,
1: and <laughs> Don't don't go and get yourself
3: a, a sports almanac and don't yeah. bump into your, your future self. Yeah,
0: don't me <laughs>
1: Three rules of time travel.
0: Yeah. I think that that kind of made up for the fact that it's like, "Mm, some of this doesn't make sense, but we're going to definitely point out that it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. It's like, there was like a pointing out that doesn't make sense, but also like kind of had an explanation for it because you have Tony Stark that actually kind of figured it out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing his character well, as we have gotten to over these past few past many movies and then having Ant-Man actually being in this realm, you know? So like, there was an explanation and there was some also making fun of it in a way that kind of worked together, but you also had to, that introduces by its very nature, plot holes and confusion. Yes. There we go. Yep. That's what I'm trying to say, sort of.
0: Yep. Cool. Well, unless we have any final thoughts that probably wraps up the end game review, Paul, Cheryl, any final parting thoughts about the movie? Or MCU in general?
2: I think this was um, quite possibly the perfect way to finish it. Um, People will say, well, it's never nice to see a character killed off, and they're right. But, you know, for those people who've had, you know, 21 films of emotional investment, of watching them fight various bad guys and whatever the case was, and Thanos being the ultimate kind of, You know, especially when he went from, I'm just going to click and half the universe has gone to actually I'm going to wipe out the whole universe. Right. And then just that I I can't. I, I, I think I said to Cheryl, after we finished the film. I think I just felt emotionally spent from the last five to six weeks of watching all the films, growing on the characters, characters yeah. growing on me, the build-up, the and then that final crescendo. And, and you were right what you said earlier, that final 45, 30 minutes is where it really all does happen. But actually, it happens over a progressive period of time because those characters grow on you and you kind of think, oh, great, and I know this about them and I know what that means to them. And That, for me, was where, at the end of the film, when you see... All of the characters, either whether they're still alive at the funeral or whether they're you know, no longer there or enjoying their retirement or had that peace of life, for me, there will still be, whenever we see one of these films, I will still want to watch it and I will still enjoy it mm. and I will still love every minute of that film, mm-hmm. even though some of the films took longer to get into than others, some had more flaws than others. This build-up and this ultimate finale for this decade and a bit of work by the Marvel team, I think has done ultimate credit to what Stanley probably wanted it to look like.
0: Yeah. 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 from a real practical standpoint, Robert Downey Jr. can't play Iron Man forever. So why not have a fitting tribute way for him to go out instead of just like, you know, okay, he can't do this anymore. So we're going to replace him or we're going to write him out of the story, but not give him a proper ending. This was a real proper ending.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And like we've said, like one that like that, moment where he was able to really, you know, transformation of a character mm-hmm. where he's able to go from only caring about number one to like sacrificing himself for the greater good. Yeah,
0: It was awesome.
1: Amazing. But so
0: sad. Cool. Well, that was real fun reviewing it with you guys and discussing the greater depths of it mm-hmm. in part two. I thought we'd end this show though with what we like to do with first time guests which is a lightning round so you guys have not seen these questions
2: no, no nothing absolutely nothing and and to be fair we send each other quite a few messages on twitter so when when you said that at the start look cheryl i was like i wasn't oh, expecting no. this oh yeah
0: it's a it's a bit of a surprise and that's okay you know if you struggle answering it or whatever don't worry about it uh you feel free to elaborate on answers or just feel free to answer it and then we can move on to the next one totally up to you
2: Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. When he okay. says Cheryl, means precisely not an hour long.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lightning, lightning is fast. Lightning quick, yes. sort of. Yeah. Friends, friend, lightning round, except we don't lose the house if we lose.
3: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right. So number one, best use of a snack credit. Oh, best use of a snack credit. Um
2: I would say. Dull whip. Yeah. Cheryl say like dull whip. I'd probably say
3: it's quick fire.
0: don't whip would probably be the Whip was the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. Well you said what was the first thing? Don't whip. Don't Oh, yes. Yeah, good answer. That's probably what I would pick.
1: All right. So don't quit your day job, but if you had to be a cast member, what would you do?
0: Wanna be Donald Duck.
1: Oh uh, well, as an in game cast member or as- no, 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 Not any, in- any
0: Disney cast member any job at yeah disney? so
1: we're switching we're mostly switching oh yeah so this is now, just disney, so like, not, disney not parks not yep. um, we should have probably prefaced um,
2: that i'd either want to be donald but because i'm probably too tall i'd want to drive the railroad
1: yeah see
3: i'd probably be perfect height for any of the um
2: short characters the-
3: <laughs> yeah the short characters uh <laughs> any of the the costume characters not mm. the, the face the uh, fur characters
0: mm-hmm. is there anyone in particular you'd want to be
3: Oh, let's go with Daisy because she's got some sass. All right.
0: What is your favorite Epcot festival? We've only ever done Flower and Garden. We've
3: only ever done Flower and Garden. But we're
0: looking forward to trying Food and Wine this year. Yes. Even though we
3: don't drink wine.
2: Even though I don't drink wine.
0: We are looking forward to Flower and Garden this year. Food and Wine is the only one we've done. Yeah. So. All right. Um, You want to do the next Um, one?
1: What is your most memorable character interaction? At moment. the parks, I think it'd have to be with Chip and Dale. At, oh yeah, at Garden
3: Grill, where it was what, first thing in the morning. Yeah, they and- were messing
2: about with the lights on the Garden Grill restaurant, and the server dropped a glass. Um, and the waitress was, waitress looked across over at Chip and Dale, and you could tell she was furious. <laughs> but the two
0: characters were just pretending to laugh inside, probably knowing they were in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome that's funny okay um the top item on your disney bucket list uh
2: for me it's to actually go to dca Mm. so you've already done that so that's difficult for you isn't it yeah Yeah, for me it's to go to dca because i've never been to the californian adventure
3: i I didn't do the california i just did disneyland in california but that was in 2003 Mm. So, it's been um, a while. It's been a while. It's Our actual
0: bucket list is to do all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah whether definitely. we get around to that, I don't know.
3: All okay. right.
0: Well, I mean, that could be the the bucket list yeah. item is that you want to yeah. visit all the parks.
3: Yeah. I to say that we've been to every Disney park around
0: yeah. the world. Yeah. I have a noble bucket list item. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you could bring back one defunct attraction or restore a current one to an older or original form, what would you bring back?
3: What
2: would you bring back? Uh, I would probably bring back the old test track. Uh, as much, much as it, I love yeah. Tron, as much as I love Tron, I have such fond memories yeah. of riding the old test track.
3: Yeah, I, I would bring back the redhead. Oh
2: yeah, all bring right. <laughs> I would.
3: Bring, I, I do miss that, but I also agree with you on the test track. I yeah. have I have fond memories as well, Maiden. My dad's a mechanic, so he would point out parts and tell me what they were. And it was kind of, yeah, that, that's something I miss.
0: Yeah. And good cool. picks. Yeah. What is your favorite non-fast pass attraction? Now, to, to clarify here, because we had this on a, on a different episode where they answered it as, as if here's a ride that would require a fast pass, but I'm not going to use it for that. This would be favorite attraction that you can't get a fast pass for. They just, you know, it's not a fast pass attraction.
2: You can't get a fast pass for. There's so many that you can. Mm. I am going to go with the carousel. Yes. Carousel, oh, that's, that's how we end our holidays.
3: Yeah, that is actually. We We're talking end, about Prince Charming's, Prince, Charming's. Prince Charming's. Regal carousel.
2: Yeah. yeah, we normally um, end the, uh, the holiday with a trip on the carousel. Um, and that's normally how we end it. And we took that off of a couple of vloggers that we used to watch. Uh, see you real soon. They
0: used
1: mm. to end their
2: holidays, and that's what we did for us.
1: Yeah, oh, that's so cute.
0: Yeah, that is very cute.
1: <laughs> what about a favorite ride that does require a fast pass?
0: Flight of passage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: not even skipping a beat on that one. That ride is sensational. Yeah,
1: I think so, I, have to, I have to agree
3: with you on that. Yeah.
0: We we got fast passes for it, and have not ridden it yet. So. Oh very very excited yeah last time we were there we didn't do animal kingdom and i don't i think it was the year before it opened so that's like hype level that's the highest for me so i'm glad to hear you guys answer that one it's amazing Mm. absolutely amazing
3: although we have yet to experience slinky dog
0: that's true that is true we we got lucky and i just kept checking the app and we didn't get a fast pass and then i found one at like a non-ideal time but doesn't matter well, so That's like it. our kids' number one ride, so we're doing it. All right, you got question nine there, Rachel? Yep.
1: Um, I did the last one, but sure. Um, what about your favorite Disney movie? Favorite Disney movie?
2: Uh, for us, it's Tangled. Yeah. <clears throat> we, we absolutely love Tangled. Um, Rapunzel, frying pans, who knew? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've actually, uh, we want to give away with one of our friends who um, got a Tangled sketchbook. Uh, yeah. Signed by... Zachary. Zachary. Whoa. Yeah. So that is um, one of our most cherished mementos uh, Yeah. in our cabinet of Disney me- <laughs> memorabilia yeah. and
3: paraphernalia. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of sad that he's gone over to... Shazam. Shazam, which is DC, but, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, what was he thinking? It's all Disney now, anyway. Yeah. What does it matter? <laughs>
2: right.
0: Wait. Di- they don't have Warner Brothers, though, do they?
2: Oh, no, they don't, do they? No, DC, yeah. Yet. I just get confused with what's Fox and what's not,
0: and um, yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know what Shazam is, but I think most of the DC is Warner Brothers. I know Batman's Warner Brothers. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Someday. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay. The last question is kind of weird, um, but I'm, and Rachel's like, it's not in front of us. I, I don't know why where it went to, but I know what I it is.
1: A, I wanted to add, ask one more after this. So.
0: Well, do yeah, it. Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. So here's the final official question, which is uh, favorite like park or resort loop music to listen to
2: the music in epcot yeah um i think as you go towards living with the land or into the land pavilion that loop music just oh evokes so many memories
3: so for me it's the other side so it's, the test, it's the test track, test track yeah. The loop okay. there yeah
2: yeah there. That, those two loop musics we listen to sorcerer radio sometimes uh-huh that uh, has that loop music, and whenever I hear it, it's just like, "Oh
1: my god, I love it!"
0: <laughs> yeah, the, they're so good with the music, just bringing you, yeah, there. So, mm-hmm.
1: okay. So, in the spirit of our review and our episode this week, I wanted to ask your favorite Marvel character. Oh,
2: hmm. How to
3: decide? Mm. I'm I'm gonna go with favorite female, favorite male.
0: Okay, fair enough.
3: So, favorite female, I'm gonna go with Captain Marvel. Yep. Uh, favorite male. Oh, so for that's... me,
2: favorite female for me is um, Scarlet Witch. I I think she's just yeah super. You said
1: you were saying that. I know this is a lightning round, but you have a a tender spot for her.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> think she. You know where she's come from when you saw her at the end of um, Winter Soldier. Um, Plus, I think she's hot as well.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, And I am probably trying to decide between uh, Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pratt. You know, it's it's the two Chris's for me. That's
0: fine.
3: (laughs) (laughs) If I could have a Chris sandwich, I'd be quite happy.
1: Chris Evans too, right? Yeah,
0: throw Chris Evans in there and you got Mm a smorgasbord.
2: (laughs) I think my favorite is probably uh, Iron Man. um, Just because I love his arrogance, his persona, his whole... I'm good and I know it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that for me, the way he's portrayed that character as well, he he's just hit the nail on the head there for me with that.
0: Nice. Yeah. So can I answer this one too, since it's a bonus question? I suppose, please. <laughs> favorite, favorite female Okoye from Black Panther with the spear, <gasps> and favorite male, which I just decided this after Endgame is Rocket. Wow. Which is male. I don't know. Do you want to do yours? I it's- guess
1: so, but I'm just... My favorites change like daily. But right now, Captain America.
0: That's been that for a yeah, while. Yeah, that's been though. that
1: for a while. I think that's pretty consistent. She
0: also has a crush on Chris Evans. So that's part of it. Yes. Don't blame it's- you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do blame I mean.
1: It's America's, America's ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was it. That was the other picture that I put on <laughs> oh, the meme for the oh, movie. Right. Just
1: a picture of a butt.
0: <laughs> it's like an American flag on it or something. Like oh, we know an American you know. Speedo. Yeah.
1: And female uh, Black Widow. Nice, I think.
2: So Kenan does that mean you're going to be dressing up in a Captain America costume for Halloween? Then,
0: you know, that would probably score me some points. So good advice. <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe. Maybe more of a Thor.
0: Hey, I, the dude. I do love the dude Thor.
1: Right. Super Thor awesome. As the dude.
0: Awesome. Well, that was so much fun. Thanks, guys, for being on our show. And talking Avengers Endgame and putting up with the lightning round questions. I think you, you did a good job thinking on your feet. Those are tough.
2: Thank you. And no, we appreciate you having us. Thank you very much. It's uh, It's been brilliant. This is the first time we've done a podcast. So, yeah, been been brilliant. Thank you very much for both having us. Ooh, yeah, Avengers,
1: we'll have, awesome. to, we'll have to do it
0: again sometime.
1: Can you tell our listeners where to find you?
2: Yes. So, on Instagram, you can find us on...
1: That UK Disney Couple.
2: On Twitter, we are at That UK Disney. And on YouTube, we are That UK Disney Couple.
0: Nice. Yeah. If you search that UK Disney couple, you will find them because
1: they are that UK Disney. They are.
0: And uh, you guys are so much fun. I love watching your stuff and look forward to to more content. And hopefully we can do something like this again in the future as well. Definitely. We'd love to. Uh, As for us, you can find us on Instagram.
1: Yes, you can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have to look it up.
1: Part of our
0: world podcast. Yes, uh, on Twitter, p o o w podcast, and our I guess website, but where you can find our show is uh, partofourworld.podbean.com. And there is so much Disney content out there. Please go check out that UK Disney couples vlog. There's this fantastic. Um, I'm sure they thank you in advance for choosing to watch their show. Thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast and for being a part of our world
1: and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Are you ready? Off to Neverland.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.